Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kelly. Today is the 22nd of November, Tuesday. We are inching our way closer to Thanksgiving and the first uh, major break in Q4. Hope everybody has had a great Q4 so far. You've already closed some deals and you're looking to close some more. As I mentioned yesterday, this week is kind of a dead week from the standpoint of you're not having a lot of buying conversations and you shouldn't be really pressing a whole lot because everybody who is a buyer has other things in their minds. They're just trying to get through work on Wednesday so that they can spend time and relax and recharge this weekend with the family. Thanksgiving is one of the first holidays where a lot of in-laws, a lot of families, a lot of cousins, a lot of nephews, grandparents are going to be visiting and staying at a lot of people's houses. People are going to be traveling to grandparents' houses, et cetera. There's a lot of travel involved. Just take it easy. One of the ways to stand out to your buyers this week is to take the temperature of the room and just cut them some slack, give them a break, and just ask them if they need anything right now. Get in front of them. You want to be there, top of mind, and just ask them: Has anything changed? Have you made up your decision? Have you made up your mind? Where are we in the process? Is there anything I can help you with? Can I take anything off of your plate? Go in this week, either tomorrow, today or tomorrow, if you happen to go in and just ask people if they need any help. This is the time where I would use my budget um, when I was in the medical space to get coffees for people, to grab lunch for people, the times where they were under a time crunch. I wouldn't use this and I would save it for times like this. I wouldn't necessarily use it middle of the summer, I would do it when they are at their busiest, when my competition is thinking this is their best opportunity to sell, 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 sell. That is when I would do the opposite. People that know me think I'm kind of a contrarian. I just believe that if you want to stand out with your buyers, you have to act differently than all the other sellers. All the other sellers are going to be aggressive and they're going to be trying to close something because they want to get something done by the end of November. Go the opposite. Instead of instead of asking for business, ask how you can help. Hey, I'm going to be in the neighborhood tomorrow. Can I bring you some coffee? Shoot them a text. Shoot them an email. Are you in the office tomorrow? Um, I'll be in the neighborhood. And can I bring you coffee? I don't want to talk about business. Just wanted to see if you wanted some coffee. I know tomorrow is going to be hectic. Empathize with them. Think about if you were running a business, okay? And you're trying to get all your employees out the door. You're probably making last minute arrangements with relatives to come into town. Or tomorrow might be their last day. Or I'm sorry, today might be their last day. Being Tuesday. Man, this is a short week. (laughs) You got to really make hay this week. But imagine if today is their last day. Shoot them a message. Hey, can I bring you lunch? I know it's a super hectic day. I don't, we don't have to talk about anything. I can just bring you lunch. And you know, if there's anything else I can take off your plate, just let me know. People appreciate that. And if you're one of the only people doing something like that, they won't forget it. Treat them like a human. I guarantee you, not a lot of their competition is doing that. Now, for instance, the coffee thing is massive in the pharmaceutical medical space. I mean, if you've worked in a medical clinic, if you've seen, you know, pharma or drug reps or medical device reps, medical sales professionals out there, you've seen coffees. It happens a lot. But a lot of times it happens on the uh, seller's schedule. And so I always like to 
bring in things, you know, these days, uh, the, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I think it's the little niceties that really, um, go a long way where people realize, you know, this guy's not just trying to sell us. He's actually trying to partner with us and let them see you on your human side as well. You don't need to be sell, sell, sell every single time you see them. If that's the case, they're going to start cringing. They're going to start recoiling. They're not going to let you in and they're not going to buy from you. Take this week to learn more about them. Take them again. It's all about pulling somebody into your universe, into your world, having them trust you to go on that journey with you. That is how you sell people. Okay. It's only when you have that right. When they have said, okay, that is the only time that you will have the ability to sell them. Every other time it's going to be slimy. It's going to be pushy. It's going to be aggressive. You have to pull them into your universe. And they have to be willing to join you. They want to join us. Buyers want to join us in the journey because they view us as the experts. So therefore, we have to figure out to bridge that gap between the buyer and the seller. How do we bridge that gap? How do we pull them across that bridge over to their future state? We treat them like humans. We let them know we understand their business. We understand what they're going through in these stressful times. And we really appreciate it. I'm going to say something contrarian, and I'm going to say something that people are probably going to laugh at and people are probably going to think I'm crazy. I also would save part of my budget for the end of the year. If I don't, if I had a prospect or I had an account that I wasn't going to get any more business from them, I would show up and I would just thank them. Again, I would use coffees. I would bring uh, treats. I would not really do donuts. One time I did muffins. And everybody in the office flipped out because people were gluten-free and that was my bad. I didn't do enough research, Um, but I used to do cookies. Um, There's a company in North Carolina called Dewey's. Um, I think they're based out of either Greensboro or Winston-Salem, and they make fantastic little cookie bags and little cookie boxes. I used to get a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'd spend like between $500 and $1,000 on all of my big accounts. People, not just the... Uh, physicians and the PAs, nurse practitioners, the mid-levels, but also the uh, head nurses, the front desk, everybody would get a little gift gift bag from me. And I would just come in and I would say, thank you. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to bring my product or my solution into this business. Thank you. I appreciate it. We, we think about money coming from the company, but how often have you looked at your businesses and thought to yourself, this business has made me a ton of money. Now they don't pay you directly a lot of the times. Actually, very few times do they pay you directly unless you're an independent consultant. But if you work for a company, if you work a, a, a salaried position with commission or commission only position, your company pays you. So they pay your company and then your company pays you. But what do you really make? from that business. You need to think about that. Because if I told you, hey, this business just paid you $35,000 this year, don't you think you would treat them a little differently as opposed to just thinking it's the money coming from the company? Absolutely. I figured out uh, years ago in pharmaceutical sales, one of my big accounts, who by the way, reminded me all the time about how much money he made me. um, I figured out it was about $15,000 that I got from him. 
was about $15,000. That's a pretty nice chunk of change. If somebody is paying me 15 grand, I'm going to be extremely nice to them. <laughs> I'm going to get to know them. Um, and that's just one account, 15 grand. I mean, shoot, when I was selling uh, devices, I mean, my commissions could be somewhere around there. It, it's It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money that you're receiving from one account. Treat it as such. Do what others are not willing to do and just see what type of results you get. Do that for the rest of Q4, especially this week. You will close deals that you didn't even see coming. Trust me, it's happened. Thank you so much, everybody who's listening. We've had some uh, success recently with downloads. People are sharing it. Um, One thing I want to ask is every single person who's listening it, share with one person. Go to either Apple, Spotify. Those are the two type uh, t- uh, biggest platforms. Download the episode. Share it with one person. Everybody share it with one person. And then ha- and then when that ask that person you send it to, hey, listen to this and let me know what your thoughts are and let's discuss. You don't have to. I'd love for you to reach out to me. People do reach out to me frequently. I would love for you to reach out to me. But if you don't, at least have a conversation about what I talked about today with your uh, colleague with your friend and say, what do you do that's different in your buying process? Like, what do you do during this time of year? How do you do your, uh, Thanksgiving, your before Christmas, your after Christmas, uh, week? How do you, how do you schedule your day? Start having those conversations. And then the next person tell the next person to share it with the person, so on and so forth. That is how we get better in the outside sales world is when we keep sharing, we keep uh, passing along the torch, we keep having more better sales discussions. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Wanted to let you know, very excited that if you, uh, several individuals have reached out to me and are wishing to uh, schedule meetings and schedule calls about uh, coaching programs that I am st- I'm starting and have already brought in a few people. Let me know if you are interested in learning more about sales, transitioning to a new sales industry, or if you're just trying to get out of sales and you want to know what else is out there, you can book a strategy call with me. That strategy call is free. You can book it with me. Just send me an email or you can DM me on LinkedIn, but send me an email, mike at survivingoutsidesales.com and say, hey, I just want to have a chat about where my career is and uh, where I'd like it to go. And let's see if we can solve uh, something together. So really do appreciate it. Um, Reach out to me, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales. Also, if you want to start a sales podcast, I get that question a lot. I've helped a few people. look into it. And I think in 2023, I think they're going to make the plunge and they're going to start a sales podcast. Nothing is better than starting your own sales podcast and talking with the people that you want to sell to, um, or you just want to network. You want to meet some great people. You want to get smarter. That's one of the reasons why I started this. I wanted to get smarter. I wanted to talk to better sales professionals that, um, I could learn, learn from and build my network. And I feel like I've done that. So, Whatever your motivation is for starting a podcast, um, I can guide you through that. It's a lot simpler than you think. So 
Reach out to me, Mike, at Surviving Outside Sales. As I mentioned, share the episode with a like-minded individual. Have a conversation. Ask them to share it with one other person, so on and so forth. And uh, let's keep this rocking and rolling. Um, I'm going to be pre-recording some episodes for the rest of the week. So when you have some downtime, when you're with the family, you need a break, you need to go into the other room, you want to pop on the the uh, Surviving Outside Sales podcast, please feel free to do so. Um, and uh, We'll go from there. So hopefully everybody has a great rest of your Tuesday and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Surviving outside sales. Bye-bye.